0: they honor tonight oh jesus oh lord there is none other like you jesus holy and righteous are you oh god oh in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus in jesus name in jesus name oh in the mighty name of jesus it's good to be in the house of the lord tonight in jesus name all right All right, if we will remain standing tonight for the reading of God's word, let's go to the book of Zechariah chapter 13. And then we're going to also be reading from the book of Job chapter 23. Zechariah chapter 13. Zechariah, chapter 13, and beginning at verse 8. And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third part shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire and we'll refine them as silver is refined and we'll try them as gold is tried they shall call on my name and I will hear them I will say it is my people and they shall say the Lord is my God now let's turn to the book of Job chapter 23 Job chapter 23 and beginning at verse 8. Behold I go forward but he is not there and backward but I cannot perceive him on the left hand where he doth work but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me I shall come forth as gold. All right. And we can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name. And here in the book of Zechariah, you'll find out that the writer begins to tell us, and he talks of a day. Um, That the Lord is going to do a work in his people. How many want God to do a work in their lives tonight? How many know that in God working in your life, it's not always comfortable. um, It doesn't always feel um, good to your flesh. um, As you are not quite, you didn't quite picture or think um, that the things that you would have to go through or deal with, the difficulties that you have to deal with, you didn't think that that would be um, a way that God would choose to, to work in your life. Um, but here, the writer um, in the book of Zechariah, uh, chapter 13, he begins to talk about, and in verse 8 he is talking about um, how that there will be a part that will um, of God's people that will be cut off. But then he talked about um, a remnant, a small group. God always, in judging and always in correcting, you'll find out that God never uh, completely did away with his people. There was always a small group that was left that God began to work with and God began to deal with. Um, If there's anything that I want to be a part of, I want to be a part of. Of that remnant that God continues to work with that God continues to deal with that God continues um, to show the way and to begin to lead and guide it's a it's important that you don't want to be a part of the crowd you don't want to be a part and go in the direction that everybody is going in um, because you'll find out that a lot of times um, and throughout Scripture it teaches us that um, The majority, a lot of times, are wrong. Um, That it's always the minority or it's always the remnant um, that finds favor in the eyes of God and that God is pleased with. Um, You'll find out that in the days of of Moses, as he uh, sent 12 spies, um, he got one from each tribe and he sent them down to spy out uh, Canaan land. And the Bible says that um, as they went down to spot the land, they saw that everything that God had promised them, that everything that God said, God was telling uh, the truth. And um, you know, you don't have to ever worry about God lying to you. You don't ever have to worry about God telling you something that is not true. Um, I've come to find out that every word in this book is true. Um, The Bible says that all of his ways are right. Um, And God is not a man that he should lie, the writer tells us, neither the son of man that he should repent. Um, He also tells, the writer tells us that God is not slack concerning his promises. Um, A lot of people, they try to judge God based on um, how other people have let them down And how other people have promised them things and and have told them that they will always be there for them. But when it came down to it, they walked down on them. Uh, people try to judge God um, based on uh, people that have walked out on them in their lives and abandoned them and, and left them high and dry. But I'm going to tell you, you can't judge God based on the experiences that you've had with people. you got to understand that God is not a man that he's going to lie to you. When God said, I'll never leave you or I'll never forsake you, you rest assured that's what he means. He said, "Lo, I'll be with you always and so that means that God sticks closer uh, than a friend. He is, he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He's a friend that loveth at all times. You know, have you ever had those friends that they love you in certain times? You know, when things are going good or when you're seeing eye to eye or maybe when you want to do what they want you to do. But when you don't, then now there's a problem. I'm thankful that God doesn't love me based on conditions. I'm thankful that God loves me regardless. And so I want to be a part of that group that God chooses uh, to work with and that God chooses to deal with. But you'll find out that a lot of times, because God wants to prove us out. You know, it's easy. It is so easy. Now, I'm learning this. It is so easy to, te- to say that you love God. And that you want to serve God and, and you give God all of your heart, mind, and soul when everything is going good. When everything is peachy, when you're on that emotional high and there's no problems, there's no situations, everything is so good. Yes, I love God. Whatever God says, I'll do it. God, you know, God, I'm here, Lord. Um, I love him so much. And you'll find out that we are so good at proclaiming great things when everything is going so smooth and everything is so calm and everything is working out the way that we want it to work out. We got money in the bank. Oh, I love God. (laughs) Vehicles, love the Lord. But you're going to find out that a lot of times, God is going to shake some things up in your life. God's going to shake up some things. God is going to put you in a fiery trial to prove out whether those words that I'm proclaiming, those words that I'm saying, do I really mean it? God's going to remove some things out of my life. He's going to remove some influences out of my life to see whether I really love him. Above everything else. Whether those words that I've been proclaiming for so long. He's going to prove out. Whether I really mean what it is that I'm saying. He said here in the the book of Zechariah. He said now you would not think. For God to work this way with his people now. I mean come on God loves us. Why would God put us through hardships and and difficulties, and and trials, but you're going to find out it's a way of proving out what is in us. It's a way, you're going to find out that God will leave us in some adverse situations to prove out whether we really mean what it is that we say. You're going to read where he told his people, he told the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy, you'll find out that God left certain things there. You'll find out that he did it for a reason. He wanted to prove them out to see whether they really were going to obey his word. You're going to find out that God is not going to pull you out of every adverse situation. God is not going to just automatically when we cry out to God. God is not just going to instantly remove it, but God is going to let us simmer in that situation a little bit. To see, to prove us out, to see whether we really mean what we are saying. You know what? I really want to be more than words tonight. I re- when I say I love God, I really want to mean that I love God. That means in the good times, that means in the bad times, I want to still have my hands up in the air. I want to still have a praise in my lips. You know, you'll find out there's a lot of people that in the hard times, they put their hands down to the side, lips get closed, they get real cynical, they get real bitter, they get real mad, and and, and lips are dragging the lower ground. Hold on, I thought you loved God. If you love God, those hands are going to be raised even higher in the hard times. That voice is going to be elevated even louder in the hard and difficult Times as you realize the only way that I'm gonna get out of here is by the grace of God, it's by the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't stop praying now, I can't let down now, I can't throw in the towel now. I need, I don't, the volume doesn't need to be turned down, it needs to be turned up a little louder. Those hands don't need to be down. They need, I need to get them up as high as I can. God, it's me. It's me, Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer here tonight. Come on. I know you, I know you see what I'm going through. I know you see what I'm dealing with. It's me crying out to you. I need you to come through on my behalf. You can be seated tonight. And so God will put us through some things to test us. And so he begins to say in verse 9, in chapter 13, the book of Zechariah, he said, I will bring them through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined and will try them as gold is tried. Now, you'll find out that as you you begin to look into what, what he's talking about, the refining, okay, you'll find out that. A lot of times in working and dealing with gold and refining gold, you'll find out that a lot of times when they put gold in the fire, it was to refine it. It was to make it more pure. It was to burn off some impurities. It was to burn off some things that weren't supposed to be there in order for the gold to be made a lot purer than what it was. And you're going to find out that, let me tell you something, because God sees things inside of us that we don't see in ourselves. God knows, and God knows what is inside of us. God knows that there's some working that needs to be worked inside of us. David said it like this. He said that thou hast proved me. Thou hast tried me in the nighttime, and thou hast found that there was nothing that was in me. I'm going to tell you, God, a lot of times God is coming to try you and to prove you and to, to see what is in your heart and what is in your life. And you know what? If God feels the need that I need to be worked on a little bit more, then go ahead and work on me, Jesus. I'm not kicking against you. I'm not fighting against you. Whatever it is that you see that I have need of, I know at the end of the day you know what's best for me and I know what it's not going to always be this way and I know that when I come out of the situation when I come out of trial I'm going to be a little bit more better than I was when I went in I'm going to know how to pray a little bit harder I'm going to know how to worship a little bit longer I'm going to know how to really be a child of God so go ahead and work on me Jesus ahead and work on me go ahead and have your way and so because you'll find out that the Bible shows us the examples a lot of people proclaim they got faith until they get put and thrown into situations where you got to have faith or you are going you're not going to make it you're not going to make it There's a lot of people, you know, I love when, you know, people say, you know, and a lot of times, you know, people make decisions in their flesh. And a lot of times people will say they'll pull the God card. Well, you know, God told me to marry this person or God told me to pack up and leave and and go to this place. God told me to do it. And you'll find out. That in a lot of times, God is going to prove them out. Right. God is going to prove it out. And you'll find out that in adverse and hard times, situations are going to occur. Then the Bible says that every man's work is going to be tried. Yeah, right. What is going to be tried by? It's going to be tried by fire. Every man's work is going to be put to the test. There is going to come a day. I don't care if it's five years. I don't care if it's 10 years down the line. I don't care if it's 15 years down the line, 20 years down the line. Every man's work is going to be put to the test. And it's going to be put to the test by fire. It's going to be put to the test by adverse situations. And you're going to find out that a lot of people that made decisions in their flesh, carnal, in making decisions. Maybe they made the decision because it appealed to the flesh. But you're going to find out that situations will arise. Situations will occur. And you'll find out the first thing a person is doing, they are ready to pack up, tuck tail, and run and hide. They're ready to do away with things. Wait a minute, I thought God called you to this place. Wait a minute, I thought God told you to get involved with this person now because of adverse times you're going to just throw it in the tower, honey I really want to be what I'm saying I am tonight I really want to be rooted I really want to be grounded I really want to be on the built on the word of God in the face of God because there's going to come something that is going to put my work to the test and when it's all said and done I want to still be standing I want my hands to still be in the air I still want to be in the church I I still want to be running the aisle. I still want to be praising God with everything that I have. I still want to be praising. I still want to be praising. And I'm seeing people in adverse times, situations that they probably wasn't expecting. They probably didn't think this would happen to me. Because you'll find out a lot of times in living for God, we think that certain things shouldn't happen to us. Certain things are not going to occur in our lives. But you got to understand that just because we're living for God don't mean that we are we, going to be uh, secure from certain things in this life. Life happens. Things happen to each and every one of us. We all are going to have to deal with difficult times. Just because you're living for God doesn't exclude you from hardship. It doesn't exclude you from difficult times in this life. It comes to us all. It comes to us all. And so when I say I got faith, I really want to have faith. I don't want to just learn how to talk the lingo. I don't want to just learn how to say the things that I'm supposed to say when people Around me, I want that stuff to be in my heart. That at the end of the day, it is who I am because you're gonna find out something is gonna come, something's gonna put to the test what you've built on. Didn't Jesus give the example of two houses that was built? He talked about one that built it on the sand, and then one that built it on a solid foundation, he dug deep. And built it on the rock. The Bible says that the storm came to both houses. It didn't just come to a certain house. It came to both houses. The storm is coming to everybody. The storm is going to come and it's going to put everybody's work to the test. It's going to beat. It's going to vehemently beat against what you have built. Okay. And you know what? I want to make sure that I'm built on a solid foundation. I want to make sure that I dig deep and get my roots deep in this thing and build upon the rock. Because you'll find out that a lot of people, they build upon the sand. They build upon physical relationships. They build upon money, and, and they build upon um, how they can advance in certain areas. That's what they're built on. And you find out that when the storm comes to shake things up, people tuck tail and hide, it, it knocks what they have built, they, it knocks it down. But, honey, I want you to know that when you build it upon the rock, that means you're not built upon relation, human relationship. You're not built upon where I think, what position I think I can get in the church. You're going deep. You're built upon the shore foundation. You're built upon Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone honey. And when that storm comes, it can beat all night long. You're rooted. You're grounded. You're not moving. You're not wavering. You don't want to be here one minute and go on the next. You're in this state for the long haul. God is going to prove us. God is going to take us through the fire. God's going to refine you. The question is, how do I respond in those times? How am I going to respond? What is my response going to be like in those times? Am I still going to have those hands lifted in the air? Am I still, is my voice still going to be elevated? Will I still be able to run the aisles, leap for joy, like I did when everything was smooth? Hmm? Will I still be able to proclaim that God is great and greatly to be praised? Hmm? Will I still live holy and separate from this world? You'll find out. when things get shaken up, people start letting down on some things. They start slacking up in some areas. So how will I respond in these times? You'll find out. Now, you'll find out that the Bible says that God called Abraham. And the word tells us that God told Abraham to get thee from out of thy country or from amongst your kindred. And come and follow me. He said, I will bless you. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. He said, through you, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. Okay? And so Abraham listened to God. The Bible says he he went not knowing where he was going. He looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker was God. And so he listened to God. He followed God. God promised him and Sarah a child in their old age. You'll find out that years passed by, that that promise hadn't came to pass yet, and they thought up an idea that, hey, we're going to make this thing happen on our own. It's always best to wait on God's plan. It's always best to wait on God's plan, no matter how long it takes to come to pass. And so... They made a mistake, and they got things all tangled up. But you'll find out that when it was all said and done, God honored his promise. God God always holds to his promises. And the Bible says that they gave birth in Isaac. They named his name Isaac. and, And so now everything is great. Everything is wonderful. God has held to his promise. And so God tells Abraham, he said, get up. He said, take thy son, thine only son, get to the mountain and sacrifice. him.'" Now, the Bible says that Abraham, I want to have this kind of faith. Because all the way throughout this process, Abraham spoke faith. Bible says, it always blows up and blows my mind that the Bible says that Abraham, his servants, he told his servants to stay here. Stay at this spot. He said that me and the boy, we're going up to worship God. He said, and he didn't say, I'm going to come back down to you, come back to you. He said, we will come back to you. We are. That means Abraham knew that somewhere or another, I don't know what's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Yeah. But one way or another, we coming back down off of this mountain. And so he gets up there to the mountain. And as he's on his way there up the mountain, Isaac asks him. Isaac say, "Lord," he says, "Father," he says, "I see the wood, I see the fire. No doubt he saw the knife as well." And he said, "But where is the sacrifice?" And God spoke prophetically, uh, Abraham spoke prophetically, and he said, God will provide himself a sacrifice. As he was speaking of the day that God would manifest himself in flesh, and he would be the ultimate sacrifice for the entire world. And so all throughout this process, Abraham, he's speaking prophetically, he's speaking faith. He gets up to the top of the mountain He binds Isaac on the top of the, binds him to the wood. He's got the knife lifted. He's getting ready to come down. And God speaks and says, do him no harm. And you know what God told him? God said, now I see, now I see that you love. Now, wait a minute. Why did it take that for God to, to see that he loved him. He listened to everything. He listened to everything God had said. And I'm going to tell you. There's going to come a time. Where God is going to test you. God is going to put you to the test. And God is going to see what you really love the most. He's going to try you. He's going to take you through that fiery situation. He's going to take you. Put you in a trial that is going to have, you're going to almost lose your mind. But God wants to prove some things out. I believe God is proving some things out in some lot of people's cases. God is realizing, and he's figuring out, see, because here's the thing about it. It ain't nothing. You ain't got to prove it to Brother Lewis. You got to prove it to him. What you love more than anything. I want God to see that I love him more above anything else in my life. I know there are other things that I do love, but at the end of the day, if it comes down to it, I love Jesus above all of those things. I want to be committed. I want to be sold out. I want to be dedicated. I really want to mean what I'm saying. I don't want to just be words. I really want to have faith. I don't want to just say, yeah, I have faith. And then I get thrown in situations where it requires for me to have faith. And it shows that those situations proves out that, you know what? I was just talking a good game. I was just talking the talk. But you know what? I really want to mean what I'm saying. I really want to mean what I'm saying. And God, he tells them. he said, I'm going to refine them. This is his people that he's saying. as silver." is refined and will try them as, try them, as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I will hear them. I'm so glad that I can call on his name and that he hears me. And I will say it is my people. And they shall say the Lord is my God. And so I want to really, I want to have faith. I really want to mean what I'm saying. Because something is going There are things that are going to happen in life that you'll never expect to happen. And it's coming. And a lot of times we ask ourselves, well, why did God allow this thing to uh, touch my life like this? Why didn't God intervene? Why didn't God do, do something about it? A lot of times, God allows things to happen to prove us out. We read from Job, and you'll find out that God allowed Satan to touch Job. He allowed Satan to touch Job's possessions, touch his family, touch his his body. God allowed it to happen. God knew what kind of man Job was. And because, see, because a lot of people, uh, his friends came along and said, well, you know what, you're going through this Job because you must have did something wrong. You probably wasn't as righteous as you thought you were. And so they, they came with all of their accusations. You know, but God knew what kind of man Job was. And I'm going to tell you, it's good to know that God knows the path you take. Oh, that's right. See, because I can find assurance. I can find uh, confirmation in my trial. God knows the path that I'm taking, whether it's good or bad. But when it's good, I can can rest assured that everything is going to be all right because God knows the path that I take. God knows that I'm here in the house of the Lord as much as I can. God knows that I'm striving to live for him. I'm striving to be a part of his work. I'm striving to give all of my heart, mind, and soul to him. Job said, he knoweth, he knoweth the way that I take. And this is what Job said, because here's what you got to be concerned about. You can't be concerned and so caught up on why you're in the trial. You got to understand what you're going to be like once the trial is over with. You got to know what God is working inside of you. You got to know that I'm going to be a whole lot better when I come out of this thing. You got to be you got to realize that God is doing something in me right now that I don't quite understand, but I, I that when it's all said and done, I'm going to be a whole lot better than what I was when I went through this trial while I was in the fire. Honey, somebody need to know that God knows what he's doing. Don't question God. Just trust and believe in what he is doing in your life. Just trust and believe in it. And so Job said, when he is, when he is done trying he is done trying me when he is done putting me to the test god is going to put you to the test god is going to try you god is going to have you to go through some situations adverse situations that don't feel good to you job said job is trying to find him he said i look for him i've look, i've gone forward and looked for him i can't find him i've gone backwards i've gone to the left gone to the right to the left where he does his work to the right I've done all of this, and I can't find it. Have you ever entered into a prayer room, and you've been beginning to call out to the Lord, and you feel like God is nowhere around? Even a lot of times in those hard and difficult times, you feel like you can't even get a hold of God. Where is God? I can't feel nothing. You still got to have faith that there is, this thing is going to end, and it's going to be for my good. It's going to be for my good. I'm going to come out a little bit better. I'm going to shine a little bit brighter. Huh? Somebody believe that tonight? Somebody believe that tonight? Do you believe that God is working something inside of you? You might not understand what it is, but God knows what's best tonight. You'll find out that God uses certain things. God will take you through trials. God will take you through tests. And people say, well, why, does that, why do I have to go through all of this? I'm already living for God. I'm doing the best that I can. God knows that I'm trying to serve. I'm, even, I'm in church. I'm involved in so much. Why does God put me through this? Why do I have to be proven? God already sees What I'm doing, God already sees what I'm involved in. Let's go to the book of John, chapter chapter 15. and Let's read something here because you'll find out that God has a way of, of doing things that we don't quite understand. But guess what? His way is perfect tonight. His way is perfect tonight. John chapter 15, and let's begin at verse verse 1. He said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So people ask the question, why does God? allow certain situations. Why is I, why am I going through this purging? I'm all, I'm bringing I'm bringing forth fruit. I'm bringing forth good fruit. I'm, I'm 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 allowing the love of God to shine bright in my life. I'm 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 allowing these things to 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 shine bright and to come forth. They are coming forth. Don't you see the fruit? But God is not concerned about that. God wants you to bring forth More fruit. God wants you to continue to produce. And so God is going to do whatever it takes to ensure that you continue to produce. You continue to bring forth the right fruit. You continue to pray and humble yourself. And have the right spirit you continue to keep those hands in the air and you offer up a sacrifice of Amen. praise you continue to lift up that voice um, and cry out to god with the voice of triumph you continue to be involved in the work of god and the things of god because you'll find out that sometimes we can get real comfortable sometimes we can get comfortable sometimes we can we can say well things are going good i'm 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 doing we can get real relaxed and god purges everyone that bringeth forth fruit he 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 bear that bear fruit he purgeth it that it can bring forth more fruit god knows you're teaching bible studies guess what he wants you to teach more he knows that you're knocking doors, but guess what? He wants you to knock more doors and be, uh, continue to be a witness. So God has a way of doing things. i got to believe in his plan tonight. i got to believe that God knows what he's doing. There are going to be things. There are going to be situations. There are going to be adverse times that is going to put us through, to the test. It's going to put you to the test. And you know what? I want, when it's all said and done, I want those hands to still be lifted. I want that voice to still be raised. A lot of people, they let down. They begin to complain. They begin to murmur. They begin to get cynical. They begin to become sarcastic. You know the people that are sarcastic. They say little things that you think you don't, they, that you don't hear them say. It's amazing the things that you hear. People say, and you hear the sarcasm of, by, behind it. And I'm like, this person, this is not what this person should be saying. This is not how they should be acting. That's not going to help your situation to get any better. Amen. That's not going to help you to come out of that situation anytime sooner. Only, only thing it's going to do is going to d- delay it. Amen. If anything, I should be speaking faith. You know, you might say, I don't know why I have to go through this, but I believe at the end of it, you better attach on there, I believe God knows what he's doing. It's okay to say, I don't know why I'm going through this or or why I have to deal with this, but you better speak some faith at the end of it when it's all said and done. You better acknowledge that God knows what he's doing. You're going to find yourself festering in that situation. For quite some time until you can exhibit that kind of faith. Until you can believe because God is going to prove us out. Psalm chapter 66 and and beginning at verse 9.